Yo, what up? What up? What up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Carbon Footprint. I am Sean, and he's Juan. And every week we get together, bring up stuff that interests us, try to focus on things that are making an impact on the world, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise, while having a couple of drinks. A couple. We, don't, so we, like, we like not to overdo it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's not have a repeat of last week. <laughs> last week was rough, man. Yeah. I Ooh. know. I don't know. We, we, we'll tone it down today. What's on yeah. the menu? What's on the menu today, man? Yeah, man, we got some a little Crown Royal Black, man. Uh, we've been having it with some Coke and then switching it with some ginger ale too. I have not had this one before. This is pretty good. Yeah, it is. It's real good, man. I usually the uh, the Crown, man. I think you're the one who's put me onto all the Crowns, the Apple one and then the black one. I don't know. I, I brought the I brought the Apple one over. Um, remember our our uh, mutual friend Marty. Yeah. Shout out to Marty. I don't know yeah. if he listens or not, but um, Marty always you know a big Crown Royal fan. That's when right, uh, I think I, I think I went to his house one time um, to watch a game, and I brought the the Apple one, and that was the first time that I had tried uh-huh. it, and so I was like, oh yeah, this with some with some cranberry or something, man, was well, really good. Do Mountain Dew Crown, yeah, fire. So Mountain Dew and then a the regular Crown, uh, or the Apple, they're both. Good. Oh okay. I don't know if it's true. Someone could have just been telling me this, but I heard that Mountain Dew was invented to be mixed with whiskey, specifically like Crown type really? of whiskeys. Listen, man, I don't, somebody don't could have just right. been telling me that. Who told you that? Man? But it, listen, it was, a, it was a friend of mine. Where he from? He he may or may not have been from like Kentucky, from like the real deep south. <laughs> oh, oh, oh okay, so I feel okay. like those guys think they everything know. was made to mix with whiskey. <laughs> but or, or moonshine. He wasn't wrong, bro. Mountain Dew, Crown Royal. It's so good. And if you do it with the Apple one, it has like a nice little like tart. Yeah. It's so good, man. It's not supposed to be as good as it is. All right, man. So when I passed by your kitchen, we had Coke. You had Sprite. You had ginger ale. I didn't see the mountain. I had just bought everything but mountain. We're going to have to do that. It's good, man. I'll it's try it's it dumb how good. This guy, bro, used to, you don't know the big gulps they have at 7 Eleven? Yeah. Bro, I used to have a big gulp and he would just empty the bottle of Crown. And then he would just fill the rest up with my own doing And he'd just walk around all day, like at barbecues, with a straw in that bitch, ice. And it's an insulated cup. So he yeah. would just, that's all he would drink the whole time. <laughs> it was wild, man. That's dope. It was hilarious, man. It was so dope. <laughs> all right, man. Yo, this week, um, I actually got two carbon footprints this week. Oh. Um, I'm going to go with the first one. First things first. Um, goes out to a couple of prison inmates, actually. Oh, snap. Okay. All right. So... Um, what are these guys name him not get him wrong uh, Jason Bryant and Ted Gray is out in California um, so these guys they actually raised money they raised actually about $32,000 to send this kid through school they through in prison they raised through, 32 so, so they, they got it they got a couple of donations from outside but apparently those donations were really small so they actually got other inmates to donate their money why this is really incredible is because in in the prison system, you make somewhere between eight to like 90 cents. My, my mic, my mic. We were talking about how good that Boomer was. <laughs> <laughs> so you make between like eight and 90 cents an hour. Slavery, man. <laughs> so it is, right? Yeah, and I that's think that that's wild. I want to say that that's, that's written right in the Constitution is like slavery is abolished except. Basically, if like as a form if, of punishment, essentially. Right. Yeah, a capital or, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And this is one kind of one of those stories where it was like, okay, well, how did this come to be, right? So there was a teacher from the school where this guy went, where the kid that got the scholarship. 
um, and he created this program. And let me see if I get that program name right. It's um, Exercises in Empathy. And it was actually like a book club. So what he would do is he would bring students and teachers to the prison and, and almost have like a book club meeting with the prisoners in sort of like a, in, in an effort to like exchange ideas, but also to kill the stereotypes. Okay. Right. So that's so that you go, hey, like I'm bringing in kids and, I, and obviously adults, too, because there's teachers coming to, to, to show you like, yo, these guys are people, too. Like they're, they're not, yeah, they're not monsters. Yeah, they're right. They, they might've, might've made a mistake and whatever, but they're serving their time. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And so one of the books that they read was, um, Miracle on the River Kwai. I've never read it, yeah, um, never but, heard of it. but it inspired these two guys to like, yo, like we need to do something great, you know, or oh, do something better, do something that's sort of outside of ourselves. And, and, um, so they decided to do this whole scholarship thing and they got like other inmates to donate their money to this scholarship fund and they ended up picking one of the kids who had actually fell on hard times that went to the school they were, okay, and wasn't going to be able to afford the, the tuition so he was a sophomore in high school and it's it's a catholic high school so it's private okay and and so they got him basically the thirty-two thousand paid for the remaining um sophomore year through his senior year. Wow. Oh, so it paid for his tuition for the private school. Yeah. Basically. Wow, man. That's how long did it take him to raise that money? I'm that's like at great, 90 cents. Yeah, right? Jeez, and and man. I think the 90 cents is cuz I actually looked up like what do they make and and it was a pretty broad range, but still it's under a dollar. And it's also that they can spend money like on commissary or whatever and and right. you know like damn somebody skipping out on cigarettes and ramen noodles <laughs> or whatever they be buying. I want to say the average was like 30 cents an hour. That's insane to me, man. I would, I, I guess if you're in prison, man, there's nothing else to do. But I would refuse to work for that rate. Like, I, I don't know, man. No, but then I guess if, then what do yeah, you do? Yeah, right? that's true. I guess you just sit. And that's how they get you, right? You have no choice. It's like, oh, yo, you can do it for this, or, or and I guess that? maybe that money goes far in there. I'm gonna assume that like a a bag of Doritos is like six cents if you making me, you know, if you're only paying me like. Yeah, I don't you know, know man. man. I don't know, but I, but I think that. You know, if, if if you're in there and you're working and obviously you're making crap, but if you save all of it, you know, when you get out, you'll have something. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess man. Are these guys, did they ever say what these guys did to get in there? Um, Does it matter? I don't, I, I don't think it matters. Like what they did to get in there. I know that yeah, one of them. You accepting them, money from someone. Like, let's say you accepted money from someone and what they did to get in there was like, I don't know, something that you're adamantly against. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what these guys did to get in there. One of them is actually um, already have been freed, hmm. um, and, and, cool, is actually, and is actually sort of working with um, some company that kind of helps inmates to transition when they come out. Got it. So we're not talking about murderers, basically. We're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys were had you know sort of served their sentence and and, and they were getting out. But it's, and that's it's, how it should be, man. You should be able to pay your debt, whatever we designated that to be, and then go on to your normal life after that, man. And unfortunately for some of these guys, it doesn't happen, but. Dude, man, shout out to these guys doing something positive while they're in there. And who knows, man, maybe that sparks an idea on his release. Maybe he keeps, you know, that entrepreneur yeah. kind of and, and I did, flow I think going. That, you know, that's one of those things where you go, the teacher that came in there and started that program, you know, like he probably had a goal in mind. And then his, you know, his goal was not the prisoner's goal. The prisoners, it, it sort of gave them a spark yeah. to have their own goal. 
And then now they pay for this kid to go to, to go through school. And then who knows what that kid does with that? Yeah, right. Like you know who knows what, what this like, kid turns into because of exactly. what these guys did, man. That's so that, true. That man. whole like pay it forwards shit so is true. real, man. Where it's like, you know, you don't have to pay those guys back, but maybe they've inspired you to do something better. Yeah, And man, I think for those guys while they're there, they, they were able to serve a purpose. Like they, they, you know, like we all need our purpose, whatever that is. And I think these guys were able to get up every day and go oh, right now. This is our purpose, kind of our mission statement. And we're just going right. to march forward. Uh, man, that's insane, dude, that you would do that, especially in that scenario, thinking about what you could have done with that kind of money or they basically started a GoFundMe in prison. Like, <laughs> like yep. Because were they offering anything for it? It's not like they're selling stuff, right? To raise the money. They're literally just like. No, no, no. It's soliciting it's, it's donations, awesome right? Yeah. Donations uh, from. Other and then from them saving their own. Yeah. Wow, man! It's, it's from other prisoners, so Shout it's it's, it's all of their their stuff, and from other prisoners, and they were like, the flow of income was slow but steady, hey. right? And then so over time that 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 grew, and they were able to push this guy through That's through school, awesome, man. man. So Shout out, what are the names again? Man. Jason Bryant and Ted Gray. Shout out Jason and Ted, man. That's that's fire. Yeah, that no, I, fire, thought was, I thought it was really good, bro. Man, I said, hopefully those guys uh, doing that, and, and and I'd be curious to revisit this story in a few years. Said me five years from now, find out what this kid's doing, because maybe this turns around this kid's life, man. It's well, the, the kid is actually like, so they actually put like um, stipulations around getting the, the scholarship, and so and so the guy obviously that won it, but he was like a really good student, but also a student athlete. Oh, nice. So don't know if you know if he's gonna make it to the, to, the, to the next level, but whether he does something you know scholastically or 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 sports wise, it's irrelevant. Like hopefully he takes that and and does something good. Listen, as long as you're busy, I think as a kid and you're occupied with whatever that is, and you you tend to stay out of trouble and do whatever it is that you're gonna do next, man. Yeah. Like uh, so that's awesome, man. I'm pretty sure they they help this kid keep himself out of trouble. Hopefully, man. And, Knowing that that came from guys in that situation, too, probably means a little more. Because you're like, wow, you know, these guys have this shitty scenario. And, you know, who knows this kid's circumstances. If he is in a, in a scenario where that could be his reality one day. And he's like, nah, you know what? This, maybe these guys inspired him to do something, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so dope. All right, man. So that was my, my first one. I had a second one. Yeah, you had I, two, man. You was greedy with yeah, the college football today. I was greedy, I was greedy hey. this week, man. But you know, you know, man, we talked about um, at the sort of, I think it was the last podcast of, of, the, of 2020 that yeah. we did where I was like, man, like there's a lot of good shit going on out there in the world. So like, much, You got to just look for it, man. Yep. If you turn on the TV and, and you're watching, you know, CNN, Fox News or, you know, the, the, the major networks, it's like, the world is melting it's so bad it's and so it's bad, and dude. it's really not it's know? so bad so the other one was um it actually goes out to an israeli company cornet it's uh spelled c-o-r-n like nancy e-a-t cornet cornet so they developed this this corneal implant that actually merges with natural human tissue so the corneal implant was if if you're saying if you're legally blind, you this will you will see. But if you were like completely blind, that I'm not. That I don't. I don't believe. This is like you still this have some like, kind of active. Yeah, cellular. you can probably see like something shadows. You know, whatever that. But you probably have is. to be able to see something for it. Like you can't give it to Stevie Wonder. I guess is what I'm. I don't like believe somebody so. who's been always blind. Or, yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't believe so. Um, I believe the, the guy, the first guy they tried it on was this. Uh, how old was this guy? He was 78 years old. And um, the guy was legally blind. And so essentially, but like had like not seen, really seen his family 
for years. And this procedure takes an hour and they basically replace the corneal. And like I said, it merges with your tissue. So after a while, it just becomes part so of it. So becomes part. So this is an artificial piece. This isn't like a transplant. Of Correct. Cornea. This is, is an artificial an piece artificial that created piece. that merges with your existing cells. In yep. your, wow. And, and then what was incredible was that after the hour procedure, when the guy wakes up, he was immediately able to see his family and take an eye exam and pass it. Like, um, wow. Like immediately. Oh, man. Dude, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be. It's coming, bro. Everything's going to be in the past, bro. Yep. Y'all need to work on that artificial heart and the liver. I'm going to need it. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, that's, how, what's that like if you're that guy, man? Is that like, is that overwhelming, man? Is that It has like, to be. It has to be. To, oh, for, for you to see like, you know, for you really not seeing your family and sort of seeing them grow. And then, and then you know, having memories of maybe having memories of them um, as they were younger. Yeah. And, then now, and now seeing them for the not first no. time in years. That's that, yeah, that if you that's have grandkids or even great grandkids that you've probably never really seen. Yeah. That's insane, man. Cause I you have I've seen videos online of like there's these special glasses that similar scenario where if you have if you're legally blind, but some people can't see at all and you put these things on, they allow you to see um certain things or even from colorblindness. Like okay. uh, I saw one once, man, this shit got me. It was a kid and he was never able uh, man, and I wish I remember the 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 guy's name but this kid was colorblind so he'd never seen colors and i guess whatever his thing was he only saw like a, a handful of colors but anyway one of his teachers was as well and his teacher had these special glasses that allowed him to see every color like the oh, way okay. they were supposed to be and the teacher lets him put them on and the kid was just like overwhelmed with like this crazy stuff and, and i forget what it was but the teacher somehow managed to i don't know if they raised money or whatever but they basically got this kid the pair of glasses and it wound up giving him his own and when he puts them on, dude, he just starts bawling oh, wow. overseeing colors. You know what? I man. think I saw that. Do you see? I, said, I think I've oh. seen that video. Yeah. I was like overseeing colors, dude. Isn't that something we take for granted for that granted, you're just man. like like everything else? Wow. We yeah, we take everything for granted. for granted, man. Everything is glass half empty for most people, man. Yeah. Everything is, man. Nobody looks at glass half full. Nobody's like, I, I uh, I wish I could remember what's called, man. But I've been starting my mornings with uh, um. You know, the Amazon Echo thing has these like morning things that you can play. It's either news or like meditation or motivation or whatever. Right. Uh, and one of the things this morning was like it was it was like telling you start off with what are you thankful for right now? And it was like basically starting off your morning with the gratitude thing. Right. Like, what do you think? What do you think? And it's hilarious, man, because I started doing it with my kids. I like, will be driving to school and then I would just be like, hey, so what are you what are you grateful for? Like today? You know, and it'll be something like uh, my Nintendo Wii, right? Like, yep. cool. That's that's good. That's, uh, what do yeah, you got? You know, it'll be whatever, you know, thing they're into. But it's so funny because it is such a mindset thing of a, like, a, I feel chipper. I don't feel like, you know, if I wake up in the morning, the first thing I'm doing is checking my emails or doing whatever. Now you're just like the whole ride to work. You're just thinking about, oh, I got to go solve this problem. I gotta go solve this. But like starting like that, I went, man, just the, the energy, like the, the vibe is so different from, you know, like yep. the, the angst. <laughs> and, and in the beginning of doing that, it's kind of hard. You go like, okay, well, shit, what am I thankful for? It is. Right? Like at first. It is because it can be anything. Like my son had, he's like, oh, no. And I'm like, yep. it can be anything. Yeah. Like, like I, w you... I woke up today. Yep. Right. You can be like, oh, I woke up today. Yeah. Like I got socks on. Like I don't, whatever, you know, it could be anything. Um, but it does, man. It does change. And I know there's people who read like morning affirmations and who do stuff like, and they all say like, swear by it. They're like, nope, it's, it's helps me. It's grounding. Like if I don't do it, my days are completely thrown off and yeah. they can feel it. Like. I could totally see that because I could see that motivation or meditation has that same kind of impact where you're, you kind of settle your brain. And if you don't do it, 
you're always like have this angst or this like yeah i'm, I'm different point. so I, I meditate for like 20 minutes um, that's a long ass meditation thing man. i don't <laughs> <laughs> actually that's probably what it should be i think i worked up to that you work up to 20 i and like over over the years yeah i've worked i've worked up to that i could do more see i last five maybe 10 oh, if really? i push it yeah i i last 10 if i start to doze off <laughs> in the middle of the meta you know what I'm, like it's a great sleep I've i'm too that. antsy yeah i've done that too <laughs> <laughs> yo you remember the time we did a yoga class were you in that and I, we fell asleep it was like a, a dark i think it was at the office they had like I a yoga do, instructor i did come. i did do one i don't know if you were in the one i fell asleep in there <laughs> Did you snore? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> bro, the I can't even remember if it was like downward dog, but I had my head down. Oh no, no, it ain't anything. downward dog, bro. You're not, was, you're not sleeping on that. But at, trying, the, at no, the end, that you're right. Yeah, because you're kind of propped up. Yeah. It was something where we had our heads down. Like, I remember at the at the very end, there was like this. Uh, I, I want to say it's like child's pose, which is yes, that's right? exactly what it was. And and um, and I only know this because my wife does yoga, so I kind of <laughs> don't know justify. Somebody. Don't justify. Some of these poses. <laughs> like, I don't do yoga on a regular basis, but the child's pose is is, is like you, you could fall asleep. Like if you, especially if you're if you're already like tired, if you've done sort of like a, a whole you know an entire session for forty five minutes to an hour, yeah. and they put you in child's pose, and it's it's dark. They got the candles lit. That's what it was. I was out. Yeah, it's was out. It's, it's 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 a good. Uh, and I think I woke myself up because it's so quiet in there, <laughs> and I did snored. the, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, who was that? <laughs> and I realized it was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's funny, man. Yo, man, but to, to, to close that out, let me go back to that thing. Um, the whole corneal thing. What I didn't know was that corneal blind blindness affects like two million people a year. So they did this guy that's like 78 years old, and it was like Uber successful. And um, so they've got like they've got 10 more people like ready, ready, ready to go, lined wow, up. Wow, man. And this, this is in Israel. So if you guys, like I said, if you go, if you go look up um, Cornet, C-O-R-N-E-A-T, um, you can go on their website and they actually have like videos and it shows you like how they do it. Um, pretty cool, man. And, and if, you, if, if anybody's out there with this kind of condition, help is coming. Dude, do you, uh, is it something that they can sell to other medical companies or is it like a special it's a great question that, that they sure. have to do there? I wonder. Yeah, because I wonder if they can get into the into the business of selling the actual device or whatever right. they implant and then obviously training people on how to properly. It was funny, man, because I'm watching the video and there's a there's, there's a piece where they sort of like they're, they're kind of sewing it into your eye, essentially. Right. And I'm just like, man, like your eyes are so sensitive. Like I wouldn't want that. But according to like all of the doctors that were doing it, they were like. Yeah, like it's a simple procedure. It's a simple procedure. Like, like it's like an, an hour. An hour, we're done. Wow. And you can see. And you can see. That, it's, it's amazing. That's so crazy. Anyway, what y'all got for astigmatism? Your boy got a real bad eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't do all that, but you can't round out my eyeballs. <laughs> What's up? He, he still want to be a pilot. <laughs> yeah, your boy, I'm not a fighter pilot. Uh, I don't think I have the, the testicular fortitude to pull that off at this age, but... uh. <laughs> I do want to fly, you know, oh man, or be able to see, you know, like, uh, I, you know, you were talking about the guy was able to pass the chart thing. Yeah. I still can't do that shit, bro. For my driver's license test, yeah. I got to jam my, you know, to have the machine and you stick it in. Yeah. I have to jam my eye into there really good because <laughs> I don't want to take a, yep, because I don't want to <laughs> take a photo with the glasses on. So I'm like, bro. And one time I had this lady help me. I'm like, 
you know, when you say a letter, but it's like in a question, I'm not telling her what it is. <laughs> but I think it was a B. I'm like, eight? <laughs> she's like, she, and then she just they're, looks up and she just goes. They're letters. I'm like, <laughs> nods. I'm like, Juan is shaking his head. B? <laughs> Yo, and I think I got just enough right to pass. <laughs> she gave me another go at the last she goes like you gotta be able to get I forget how many it was bro but it wasn't a lot it right. was like you gotta get two no, out of like the six on the last line I remember the last time that I, that I think I changed my license and they had me do the, the eye test and then they're like oh like you know reline four whatever it was yep. and I was like really like you mean the big letters <laughs> Nah, bro. Your boy was like, did did you mean two? <laughs> Why you got to start with the hard one? <laughs> oh, man, bro. Yo, man. It's crazy. This week, Larry King. Larry King, man. Larry King passed away, age 87. Now, did you see the news? He passed of COVID. Yeah. And I was like. Nah, he 87. <laughs> yeah, I go, I go, yo. If this was 2019, they would have been like, uh, he passed uh, in his sleep at home, yeah. surrounded by his family. <laughs> what did kill him, though? What What was it? Did they ever say what like what the complication? What was it? Breathing? Was it? Fuck, they just said COVID, man. I, I didn't I didn't see because most of the articles were sort of about his life. But yeah, yeah. Um, he was but, kind of an asshole, right? Like, um, I know he had, I know he got married a lot. Yeah, he got like seven, <laughs> eight times. Eight he's times. A, he's a professional. Bro. It's like seven women, eight times. Yo, who who gets that estate? Is it all of them, or did they no, get broken off the, every time they? Did? I'm assuming they got broken off Ooh, every time. So the, the last one, the last one, I think he was with her for you know uh, roughly twenty years. Oh, really? She lasted that I, long? I think so. That was like the longest one. Oh, I felt like I had just like I just remember him getting divorced. Well, he so he did file for divorce in like 2019 or some shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They just never went through with. I, I don't think that it ever. She still gets broken off. Good, good for her. Well, bro. I mean, he's dead. He doesn't give a shit, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yo, I kept seeing him, and then it said he was 87, and I was like, Yo, Larry looked like shit for 87. <laughs> <laughs> How many people can you say that about, bro? He was looking real frail. I thought he was in his 90s, bro. No lie. I literally thought, like, I wasn't shocked at all because I'm like, oh, this guy's probably like mid 90s by now or like whatever. And they say 87. I was like, damn, Larry looked like shit for 87. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't supposed to look good, bro. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it's bad when you look like shit for 87 because he looked like he was resurrected. Like he he looked like a corpse for a long he time. Looked, Larry yeah, was looking rough. And he was one of those guys that he didn't want to stop working. He was like, nah, they're gonna have to drag me out of here. But he had the audience. So he was with CNN. Which is weird. Have you ever tuned in to watch Larry King? Like specifically to go, oh, I no, gotta watch so and so's on was, Larry King today. I gotta no, watch it. Not me personally, but I mean like I, if I would if I would flip and I would, you know, flip through the channels and see him interviewing someone that would that was interesting, I would pause and i found and him watch. so like uh, i do respect the fact that he was kind of true to himself i guess in the yeah. sense that the way he interviewed people he seemed like he didn't give a shit like he wasn't overwhelmed by who the celebrity was or whatever definitely not but i also found that demeanor to be kind of boring oh uh, okay like i didn't well you know what else and one thing i found out that was interesting was that he never did research on his guest so he was like i'm he, he's like i'm always i'm, I'm very inquisitive so if if you come, like I just want to ask you questions. Like I, I don't know anything about you, so I want to ask you questions. I just want to, right? And so, matter of fact, there was one time that he was actually being interviewed, and he told the guy this, and he goes, 
actually right now i just want to interview you like i don't want to like i don't want to be interviewed like I, i'm like i'm curious about you it's a cool way I, I guess that could backfire too right because then if depending on who it is right they're gonna go like you were lazy enough that you couldn't even like if you ask me a question that i'd be like bro that's the first thing that comes up if you Google dude me. there was one i think when he did um seinfeld he did Jerry Seinfeld one Jerry's time. Jerry's an asshole too. I can yeah, see and, it. and he <laughs> said, and 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 don't quote me on this, but he said something, um, something to the effect of like, you know, they were getting rid of you, or and again, don't quote me on this. He said something, and Jerry was Jerry kind of was like, don't you know who I am? You know, it was like it was like that. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like you didn't even like you didn't even look into, but but he did admit. He goes like, I, I don't I don't do any research. Um, he said f- like fifty thousand guests. Wow. In his lifetime. In his damn. I guess that's a good way to have an organic conversation with someone. Also, man, I think that can be again, that could backfire, but that could be somewhat disarming, right? If you if he doesn't do research on somebody and somebody has something super controversial. Um, because you've seen Howard Stern get into trouble with this before, right? Where he'll bring up like the 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 one He does thing. research. Yeah, he does he like overly yeah, researches. But then yeah. he he might nitpick at the one thing that the person really doesn't want to talk about. So maybe if you go Larry King and he never brings up like whatever controversy you have going on or something that hit the tabloids and he doesn't even like bring it up, maybe that actually probably makes a good you, thing. it's probably a good thing because he only he wouldn't even know about it. Or or maybe he would. I guess he might hear some stuff through the grapevine depending on who it is, but like I love man Piers Morgan had a great tribute it was basically like yeah i used to like uh, he was my idol and then we had a falling out because uh larry said Piers morgan took over larry's show yeah. and he said larry when when i took over show larry said that it was like watching your mother-in-law crash your bentley or or uh, drive your bentley off a cliff <laughs> and then he goes he was married seven times he was an expert at the mother-in-law <laughs> 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 but bro he was basically like he talked shit but then he was basically like yo man r.i.p whatever but i like you know what i was like keep that same energy you had when that person was alive right like you were you clearly didn't like each other at the time right so you made it a point to say that but then just be like yo man like obviously you don't wish death on anybody but you know kind of that like i hate when somebody like nobody was talking about fucking larry king bro and then he dies and everyone's like oh my god what a legend i'm like none of you guys watch larry king interviews but on, on purpose i just i just i can be honest and say like i haven't seen one for probably 10 years Right. So I think that he was he started with CNN in 85. Okay. Right. And then and then he lasted with them. I want to say until like that 2010 range. Because he was a radio dude. Right. He went from radio. He was a radio back like back in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Back in his his, his beginnings. 15, I think I want to say like in, in Miami. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Miami. Yeah. He um, was, it was cool, man. I Because like, obviously he's done a lot for that I, i'm pretty sure that you said there, there's a there's a style of interview there there's a, there's barriers i'm sure that he's broken as far as that's concerned but i always find it funny like i, I like i've never once tuned in specifically because i'm like oh so-and-so's on larry king i gotta see what what how yeah because, not because but, but not because but, the person was interesting too, but were we were we too young right so like 85 when he started i'm 11 right yeah and so like at, like at what age do you sort of start watching those interview shows? It's more so like for me, it was I was probably in my thirties before I even started to watch anybody that was interviewing people. Like I didn't really care that much. Yeah, that's true, man. I'm, I think we're also I'm also desensitized because if I have an interest in someone, I can watch all of their interviews ever on YouTube in a day. You know what I mean? Like I can go down that yeah, rabbit hole true. and listen to them all. So maybe that's desensitized me. But I will say there are people like Howard Stern. If there's someone that I really like who's on Howard Stern, I go, oh, I'm going to watch that interview because it's not going to be the cookie cutter 
kind of, you know, same interview. So why'd you, you know, like they always ask the cheesy, like all the late night interviews are garbage. All the like daily talk show interviews no, are I, garbage. I loved how it's done. Matter of fact, um, like when, when Sirius came out, that's before this, before they were Sirius XM, when it was separate companies, when Sirius came out, I subscribed to them just for him. Oh, same. Yeah. I only subscribe to them to this day because of Howard Stern. Yeah. And so I would listen to him and his stuff would have me dying oh, on the way like good. to and from work. Like that was my entertainment. Um, so I, yeah, I loved his interviews and, and I loved the fact that how he used to do, he would do the research. And, and, and so he was always bringing up, you know, he would always bring up the stuff that nobody else would bring up. Right. Like the stuff that people were afraid to bring up. And I love that he was always like, you're not allowed to give me a list of questions. I'm not allowed to ask you. Right. I don't want, like, don't come on my don't show. Come. Yeah. Which I love that. Like, no, let me ask you the hard questions. I love those long form. We're going to sit down for two, three hours. No commercials. Yeah. We're just going to shoot the shit. Kind of like what we do. Right. But then you doing that with someone who's like, you know, who you may find interesting. And you're just like, oh, I want to hear Robert Downey Jr. For two, three hours. Right. Like that's a that's a fascinating guy that you're like, he probably has a lot to say about, you know, whatever. And Howard's really good at getting that out of people. I think, man, Rogan is this generation of the Howard. Rogan is starting. I was to just thinking there. that. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Uh, and but Rogan is, is would you say he's controversial? Not at all. I don't, I don't think he is either. But. I think he has sort of like enough, and he's he's, he's funny because he's he, he always says like, "Oh, I'm an idiot," you know. But I think he has enough exposure to different things and enough worldly experience to at least have an intelligent conversation about anything. Right, and and he'll be the first to go. Like, I don't know shit about this. This is why you're on the show, yep. and and he's inquisitive, right? He'll ask a million questions. That you know, what I like about Rogan is when I hear him talking, I go, "Oh, that's exactly what I was just thinking. That's what I would ask," right? Because he's. To your point, he's like from a, a point of view of someone who doesn't know shit about that. And I'm just curious. But he's smart enough to go, but isn't that, you know, and he'll question like a, enough of it that it sparks a really good conversation. You know what I noticed with him? Like you're saying he's um the controversy part. Whenever Joe Rogan comes up in controversy, it's always because he's not um, complying right to the. I guess I'm going to use like far left for lack of a better thing. But like when he's not complying to the woke crowd, that's when right. suddenly it's like Joe Rogan hates gay people. or Joe Rogan right. hates transgenders or Joe Rogan, you know, is uh, uh, hates animals because he hunts them or what. And it's like it always comes from a place of ignorance and people never take the time to sit down. Because one of the things I do like about Joe Rogan is that he brings people from everywhere. Like there has been people who I completely disagreed with who go on Rogan and I get to hear that two, three hour conversation. And I'm like, I still disagree, but I understand now. Yeah. And we're missing so much of that dialogue that I go, I get it. Like, I don't agree with you, but I get it. And that was a civil conversation because sometimes when he disagrees with someone, those are the best interviews he has because he's not condescending. He's just like, well, don't you think? And they'll go back and forth about like the other side. And it's always a civil conversation, right? Like they'll have with whether it's uh, Candace Owens to like hunters he'll have on to maybe someone super, super far left. Like he always has all these personalities on that you're like, Oh wow! Like I hadn't considered these points of views before, yeah. man. So that that guy's an awesome, awesome interviewer, man. Yeah, man. So just to bring it full circle, shout out to Larry King. Done a lot for you know his industry and um, hey, eighty seven lived a full life. Eighty seven lived a full life, man. Uh, full life, a lot of wives, a lot of lot of lot of Dude, money, what, what? fame, <laughs> doing the whole night. Yeah, he lived fully, and he's afraid he's gonna get frozen. I wonder if he's still gonna go through with it. 
Oh, really? There's a thing years ago where he went. No, I, I love living. He, he's he was basically like, yo, he's not religious, so he goes like, yo, I'm, I'm I'm afraid to die. Like he goes like, I think everyone is. Everyone just hides behind the religion right. or hides behind the like. No, I'm not. He goes like, I'm petrified to die. My life is great. Like he's like, <laughs> so which hey man, like I understand that. Like if you're Larry King, you you have a great life, right? So he's like, I um. So he goes, so why why be underground? I'm just going to have them freeze me. And if they figure out a cure to death or to whatever it is that I died from, my hope is that I get brought back. And I guess he said his wife was like, yeah, but what if it's 200 years from now and you don't know anybody? He was I'm like, good. I'll make friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's so awesome, man, because it's so true, man. Like, I'm like, I, I, when I saw that this week, I go, I need to look into that shit. I was like, like, how much does it cost to put me in a freezer for however long it takes, man? Because I'm like, is it cheaper than a funeral? Because I'm in. <laughs> Dude, he was talking about, um, somebody asked him, like, you know, um, he's been married, whatever, eight times, seven different women. And then he was like, I actually find it weird that you guys stay married to the same person forever. And he goes, I'm not the same person in my 20s to my 30s to my 40s and beyond. Like, he's like, I'm constantly changing. And, and so... I'm just a different person. He got a wife per decade to match yeah. the, <laughs> to match the level that he was in his life at that time, right? The uh, nah, they, they, they didn't all last ten years. Some of them, <laughs> some of them lasted like a fucking. One of them lasted like a year. He was married to this uh, to like this Playboy playmate. So he he married like a, this this like math teacher or like a te- and don't, don't quote me on the math part, but he married like a, like a teacher, and then he married like this Playboy playmate, and then like left her. And then married somebody else, and then went back to the Playboy Playmate. <laughs> figured I, I don't know what I don't know what he figured. Probably figured. Uh, let me try this again. Let me try. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't was, all bad. It wasn't all bad. It was, you forget. Kind of fun. He was and, far enough away that he forgot about all the bad yep. shit. <laughs> then got back with him. Was like, oh yeah, now I remember. There's a former local radio host from here um, who used to do a morning show here, but she posted a tribute to him because uh, after here she she went up to like uh, New York, I think, and had an opportunity, I guess, to meet him one one morning for like breakfast or yeah. coffee or something. And she had a great kind of just just little tribute to him, but it was hysterical because she goes, "Yo, man, he must have asked me five times if the thing with my boyfriend was serious, right?" And she goes, "Like, yo, and he was a charmer. Like, I get it. Like, he was he was very like he goes like, yo, he was so charming, so talkative, so like interested." you know and what i had to say and he was curious like she's like you know obviously the whole idea of the meeting was i wanted to pick his brain about everything and she goes and he was gracious but then was equally asking me just as many but she's like yeah and then you know a few times he just kept going like yo so it's serious with with you and the boyfriend like he just kept kind of bringing that around and i'm like damn larry be like listen i'm due for the next marriage exactly you interested yeah like this one been around for seven years that time's just about up (laughs) i don't like blondes anymore I'm evolved now. That, that whole blonde thing is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to stick with the blonde guys for a little bit. I miss Donnie T, man. Like, Donnie been out of office for two weeks. I miss him, bro. I'm back to Googling shit that the president says in, in his speeches. Man, I'm uh, Donnie, when you coming back, bro? We need a TV show. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> bro, your boy Biden is is setting it off. Yo, he is. Dude, I went. I was going down. One, there was a website that was like listing everything that he signed into place, like in the in the first like whatever, like six days. I stopped reading. He, dude, it's it's it was like what over fifty executive I don't, I don't orders. Even, I didn't count. 
Because I, I know it was like almost 30 within the first crazy. two days or something yeah. crazy like that. He's going ham, bro. It's like, yeah, he is. Geez. So one of the one of the things that he did was, um, well, he stopped the wall, right? The funding of the wall, he's like, yep, that's done. Yo, I'm kind of mad about that. And not because I wanted the wall in the first place, but, you know, because I hate the idea that that was the stupidest thing ever, especially for a party whose, uh, whose mascot is the guy whose most famous quote is, you know, tear down that wall, right? <laughs> From Reagan, uh, Reagan, you know, so I'm like... But it's like, damn, we wasted all them years and all that money on that wall, though. <laughs> now I'm like, can we hold some games there or something? No, like, man. Didn't, Me- <laughs> didn't Mexico pay for that shit? <laughs> it's like partially built in some areas, though, right? I'm sure. So they're just going to go around it now? I mean, they were always just going to go under it and doesn't over. matter. Over or under, man. Hey, they didn't work at the Capitol. Yes, <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> and tear that shit. Yo, can you recycle that? I don't even know. Like, what could you do with something? I would like imagine they would leave whatever's there. I don't know. I mean, it, it, listen. If you're border patrol, maybe it helped you out some. Maybe, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I, don't. I don't know. It, it's it's over now. But the the one that was making um, the most noise was that that pipeline, that like oil and gas pipeline that was coming from Canada. Oh, what, the Keystone. What was that? Keystone. Keystone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one made big news because there was like thousands of jobs lost, like like that, like in a like in an instant. So did he shut it down? Because I thought shut that it was still down, in the air, bro. No, they uh, shut it down. Is that down. why oil prices shot up? So crude oil's up, which means gas is now up. Yep. And is that what I caused that? I don't know. That, that I'm not sure because I don't think that it was finished. Yeah, that's bizarre. Right? I didn't think it shut down it yet. Finished. I thought it was still pending. No, nah, well, it was. It was it down, what's then? funny was they was. Um, it's not, and it's not funny for the folks that were affected by that, right? So they had the the folks that 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 had jobs doing that were making you know like really good wages. Yeah, it's good money. Like eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year. Yeah, it's good money. Yeah, and so. So those guys are basically told like like when it was signing signed into into effect, it's just like you don't have a job, like it's done. And they closed down shop basically yeah. the next day. So so there was folks wow. at Wisconsin, and you know Wisconsin went blue. So they voted for Biden, and it was like, and I want to say it was like a thousand workers in in Wisconsin, but yeah, like it's Odd it's jobs. it's a wrap. But he did sign one I saw for the then the the flip side of that, which is like all electric stuff. And his idea was to create a million jobs and the kind of either through electric right. cars, through the pump stations, through you know, like there was so a couple of incentives. That's the idea, right? That's the idea. Yeah. We're gonna create jobs on this side. I, you know what? And and again, nothing that's gonna be perfect, but you would hope that you go okay. I don't want the the thousands of jobs to be lost in an instant. Is there a better transition? Yeah, there. Ha- I mean, there has to be, but yeah, there's never a um. Or do you just rip the bandaid off, which is what he did? Yeah, I guess. Like, cause would you rather know? Hey, t- well, yeah, that's a tough one, man. Because it's like, hey, you're out of a job tomorrow, or hey, the next year you're gonna be out of a job. Then do people start leaving gradually anyway? I mean, I guess it gives you time to find something else or or brush up a skill set. Yeah, I mean, or, like I said, again, and that's I don't, tough, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like and I'm it, one of those people. I don't think you're entitled to a job because you've done it your whole life or because your family's done it or whatever. That's why I'm always like with, with like coal miners. It's like go find something else, go move to a different town. Like I don't have, like I can empathize with the fact that you know maybe that was you romanticize about that, right? Because you grew up around it. But then I'm also like to move on. You know, as you talked about, we were talking about before, like class half empty yeah. all the time. Like, no, man, this, this is an opportunity. You might do something else that might be better for you. What was the old shit? Learn to code. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shit. Remember that, bro? <laughs> like, oh, man. It was like, what was it like? Uh, uh, 20 minutes of coding a day? Yeah, oh, 20 no. minutes. Oh, no, an hour. An hour, an hour. And it was like, you could 
you could basically be an expert of it. Well, like within a year or whatever, you could be like a coding yeah. expert. I don't even let, remember. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of you out there that can't code, yeah. and I'm one of them. Like I, I'm not that. That it just doesn't. And I I think that if I, if I would spend time on it, but the time that I have spent on it, it. it it doesn't click. It's not interesting enough to me for it to click. Yeah, right. it doesn't click for me either. I tried it, and I'm like, okay, I understand the concept, but I don't care. I had a friend of mine, actually a mutual friend of ours, um, that we used to work with. He he told me, he was like, yeah, I was the same way. And he goes, I just stuck with it, and then eventually it clicked. And you go, yeah, that that's cool if you're willing to stick through it, but how long do you have to stick through it? And that, 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 that length of time is probably different for everybody. But it's like, yeah, tell a coal miner, yeah, learn, go learn the code. Yeah, go, well, yeah, that and it's like <laughs> if you figured there should be at least an like you may not be good at it, but there should be an attraction there where you're like, oh, I really want to learn this. Right. Right. I'm not trying to stick it out to be like, maybe I'll learn to love this in a few months, years, whatever. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. man. But he did a bunch of shit, man. He he um he did uh, the transgender he allowed them back in the military. That's right. I've seen that. Okay. Which, man, like, I don't know. I, I, personally, like, I don't know where I feel, how I feel about that. And not, not because of the transgender, just because of what I remember from being in the military. And, how, like, the, the, the comments that are made and the, and, and the jokes that are made. Like, if somebody was, at least when I was in, which now, granted, folks, I was in, you know, 25 years ago. Um Man, like that wouldn't have went over well. Yeah, I just feel like would he needs to pass a no bitch assness executive order, man, because we we're also overly sensitive, right? Yeah. Like you said, like there's some comments in there, and I feel like if you're someone who's going to join the military, irrespective of what your beliefs are, obviously you deserve to feel safe and welcomed and accepted in your workplace, but you should also, I guess, expect a certain level of banter in certain fields and in certain things that just innately come with those types of jobs that I feel like you should be, you don't have to partake, but maybe understand that, Hey, like I just, I just don't want to participate in that, but you don't have to like, I guess, quote unquote, ruin it for everyone else. Right. As long as no one's being, I guess, truly hurt by it. Right. I, I mean, but I feel like we've yeah, grown up the, in this, like, like the, that define truly hurt. Yeah. Right? Is, it, is it like hurt your feelings? Because listen, you're going to get your feelings. Yeah, hurt You're definitely going to get your feelings hurt. And I'm just, I, I don't know, man, listen, I feel like, Dude, if you look at anyone these days, right, who has made an impact on the world, right, like our whole thing is carbon footprint. Like, if you look at most people who have left a carbon footprint, I guarantee you they've been bullied in some way, shape or form. Right. Like that shit shapes you as a person. I'm sorry. Like there's there's a a something that comes with that man with 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 that kind of um, I I guess uh, those kind of obstacles you have to overcome that just makes you a better person now again i'm not saying hey go out there and bully people i'm not pro bullying i don't you know obviously there's a downside to that like there's obviously tragic stories where kids or just people commit suicide and do all kinds of stuff but i just feel like we have an overcorrection to everything right like if we go hey that's not cool we go the complete other way instead of meeting at a happy medium you know what I mean? like we just go no now you can't do any of it like and just go just bizarre man like, yeah no, that, that's- i didn't even know trans were banned i'll be honest i saw the thing i went oh, i thought there was like a don't ask don't tell thing like what Dude, that see, so that's funny that you remember that. So that don't ask, don't tell shit was back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So when I was in the military, that was actually in place. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. But if someone said like, "Hey, I'm gay," you're out. Really? Yeah. At the time, anyway. At that time, right? But then when Clinton passed, well, I guess no, that, that that's was, what it did. It's like, it. hey, we won't ask you. You won't tell us. Remember, we can't do anything. Yeah. About so it, Clinton, Clinton got elected in ninety two. I was in ninety four, and that was already in place. 
Bro, think how stupid we're going to look 20, 30 years from now when we're like, yeah, man, gay people weren't allowed to. Like, why? We just didn't like it. Like, we're going to look so like monkeys, right? <laughs> like, you know, it's funny. I remember this um, This one time we were like in, a, in like a big meeting and um, one of the guys, it was like a rumor that one of the guys sort of like did something sort of like, you know, quote unquote gay. And one of the senior one of the senior guys, like straight up, like in this big meeting with like 30 people, just asked him. And he was like, yo, so-and-so, like, do you suck dick? <laughs> and he goes, and the, and the guy, so the guy was like a jokester. And he goes, sir, it is to my understanding that you cannot ask me those questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, because that would have been my response. That. And then he goes, and then the guy got like serious, and he was like, I'm not fucking around. Do you like? Do you suck dick? <laughs> and and he was like, no, you know, no, sir. And he was like, okay, done. And 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 he left. And he and immediately, like, he just dropped it. I'd have been like, where are you getting at, sir? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Because it was in a like I say the 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 meeting was like it was a mixture of of sort of higher ranking folks all the way down uh, to lower ranking folks and this was a a higher ranking guy speaking to a lower to 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 a very lower ranking guy and and when he and i saw it in his face when he said it and and i was like and i'm like dude he's not joking he's not fucking around man don't just just see this is why i wouldn't last it i would have wrote that shit out <laughs> i'd be like who dig do i got to suck to get out of these push ups sir <laughs> I've been doing Kegels for a month, sir. <laughs> Ready to go the extra mile for the nation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they would have beat you up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would have. This is why I wouldn't have lasted, dude. They would have gave you a blanket all, party. It was this a the, blanket? Yeah, have you, you ever seen um, um, Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. Remember the part where they they're hitting him? They they, they hold oh, the guy down, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. have the socks, and they and they the and they beat the shit out of him. But they call that a blanket party? Blanket party. Yeah. Oh, that's funny, bro. See again, somebody would have said that. Like, man, I'd be like, oh shit, what kind of <laughs> party you say? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the other thing that I found interesting, I said he listen, and folks, for any of you guys who are who are interested, like go on go online. You can see all the shit that that Biden signed in. Um, in the last week, but the one, the other one that caught my eye was, um, and it's, it has not signed in yet, but he is sort of uh, reengaging in um, putting Harriet Tubman on a twenty dollar bill. Oh, I did see that. Okay, so a twenty dollar bill is um, it's currently it's, it's Andrew Jackson, Andrew Jackson, yeah. right? Which is I think he's like the seventh. Yeah, and he owns slaves, so that's why it's him. Right? Yeah. Oh, is that why? That's but, why it's well, him. Well, fuck, man. I mean, did Washington not own slaves? I think they, they all did, they all bro, did right? Yeah, yeah. So what's funny is that Andrew Jackson was like against paper money and the <laughs> National Bank. Oh, so good. <laughs> and they fucking put him on a, they put him on a $20 bill, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> that so is funny, though. When this came up during the Trump administration, um, Trump was actually against um, putting her on the on the 20 but he suggested another one. Can you guess which one he was willing to put her on? A two dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. That sound like Donnie yeah. T. See, that's the kind of pettiness I miss. <laughs> this administration is boring, bro. <laughs> put, put her on the two. Put her, put her on, on the, the two. two. They don't even distribute those no more. 
<laughs> no, I wouldn't be surprised he puts her on the was the dollar coin. <laughs> or the fifty cent piece. <laughs> like we don't give those out to like just give that shit is crazy. I don't yo that's such a sensitive or not even sensitive man that's such a uh you know because now there's this whole movement of like we want to remove every single monument uh or every single symbol or anything that had to do you know with not only just slavery but i think anything anyone who's ever done anything bad like i don't care if they founded this or did that or whatever like they're gonna remove i don't like i i understand it and i get it but i also feel like you do have to have some kind of documentation to where how we got to where we got to right like there has you can't just be like oh this period in history was blank and then now we're here and we all get along right like there has to be a yeah man andrew jackson owed slaves but then he was also the president and that you know what i mean and then you go like yeah then like around this time frame we really didn't care for him anymore because then we all thought this shit was bad and so now we right. did you know what i mean like i i think it still needs to be part of the timeline like i understand taking down the statues right because if i'm uh, uh you know if i'm black if i'm a descendant of a slave owner i don't want to walk by a statue of someone who probably used to own one of my ancestors but so i get that but i think you still have to teach the history and still do like you know how we got to where we got to today i also think we need to be more open about the real history right because we never learn like the truth right we learn what they want us to know right right? like you you never learn about like nat turner in school right like you always learn about george washington and christopher columbus and all that stuff like they never really give you and they only tell you the pretty stuff about them right they just like oh he discovered america it's like nah man he got here and he started fucking people up like it's it's never like like the shit you can't find something that was already there you know what i'm saying like it's just dude did you ever see that one the the so neil degrasse tyson was interviewed by joe rogan now that you just said that about christopher columbus um and so i digress a little bit he was like, even though Christopher Columbus did all that bad shit, he was like, that was probably the most single important piece of human history. Like him coming to like the, the you know, the quote unquote new world. Cause he, and he, and he kind of went into like during the ice age where a lot of the land masses were connected. Um, he's like people from, you know, obviously like from Africa, they, they, they go North, they go North into like into Europe and then into Asia and then they were able to cross over from, say, like Russia to to Alaska and yeah, make the move over and then down. Right. So 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 now, now, now they're populating what we know today as North America. And then the Ice Age goes away. So now you there, there's no more. Cro- right. Lambridge yeah. is gone. There's no more crossing. And so now for hundreds of years, people are evolving differently in the different parts of the world. And he may he, may, he sort of mentioned like um like in Australia. And he goes, yo, it's the only place on the, on the planet where mammals have pouches, right? It's the only place. Yeah. And, and so he goes, like, over time, like, depending on where you lived, you were evolving differently. And so Christopher Columbus, now, now he, he goes, now, if, if it wasn't him, it would have been somebody else. Because at that point, Absolutely. Yeah. There, was, there was a race to get to, to get to the new world, right? And so he made it first. But it was like that sort of began the 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 different almost like not not species of humans, but the different humans from the different sectors of the world now interbreeding and 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 creating sort of one homo sapiens one, yep. again. Yeah, and then sapiens touches on a lot of that stuff, yeah. right? About how, you know, what the people who got to Australia and why they look this way and the people who got here and why they right. look that way. And you're right, like it, it's it's such a integral part of history because like even for me, right, like being a Puerto Rican, obviously you know, I have a big kind of Taino, uh, uh, like I descended obviously from big Taino, but then there's clearly like a mix of Spain and Africa and stuff as well that came probably from Christopher Columbus and his folks. So you go, 
yeah, I hate this guy, but I also wouldn't exist probably, at least not in my current form, had that not happened. So it's like a, it's a really tricky, like confusing, awkward, compromising, I guess, scenario because everything these days is like all or nothing, right? It's, I always, you know, it's funny. I think about this the same way I think about like a Michael Jackson or Chris Brown. Like, can I enjoy the art in this case being like for Christopher Columbus, him coming here and you know like you said introducing the different you know species and networks together without liking without the liking the person right like i could hate yep. michael jackson the guy right if you believe what he did but goddamn he could sing and dance right like <laughs> so you just go a great entertainer he's a great entertainer right and then you have to be able to separate that i don't know like can we do it with pro athletes right we could do, i mean we can go on and on but yeah i wonder if you have to start separating historical figures in that same sense like hey let's separate the the events or the like the person from like the milestone i guess from from the contribution i guess you know like right. uh, uh, yeah i don't know if, if that's too you know again these days it's all or nothing for people right you're either all the way here you're either all the way there or all the way here all the way here like there's no nuance anymore yeah. uh, and, and it wasn't um it, it was like obviously you know when, when they came over here you know they they enslaved the people mm-hmm. and and whatever you know whatever went on here um but also when what went back with them to to europe was syphilis so it was the, f- the first time that syphilis appeared in europe was after the discovery of the new world they got here yep amen <laughs> ball never lies <laughs> somebody getting something <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> ball never lies bro <laughs> you get you get you get like i guess is that the payback for who knows because you figured they brought something here that was killing natives as well probably they had to have, but right? I mean, like, that, I mean that because they're like in a dense population, and then they're coming here to these guys who live out, you know, really. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's like I think that that was kind of his point. Where he's, he's like, yo, like we that was the event that we all started to sort of merge back into sort of one species because we were sort of developing as different species depending on where you lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, because there was a different the, the different uh, uh, homo lines like that. Right. right that man, that's yeah. That whole thing is fascinating, man. I don't know. I never know, man. Do you do you, uh, you watch any sports, man? Do you do the? We gotta I mean, watch the champion championship Sunday. Yeah, you did that. I know. I know. We watched the fight. We watched the fight Saturday, man. With dude, so we watched the UFC fight on Saturday. Yeah. Um, some really good fights, but obviously the main event, Conor McGregor, and who did he fight? Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier. And, and those of you out there, I'm like a fair weather UFC fan. It just depends on who it is, and if it's a big name, I'll watch it. And if, if it's not, I usually don't. Um, but I'm a Conor McGregor fan, right? Yeah, yeah. But part of it, you know, I was a wrestling fan growing up. So like WWF back then, which is now WWE, NWA. The most popular guys are the guys that talk shit. Of course, they're the entertainers. They're the, they're entertainers. the charismatic guys. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So 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 those of you even not not, not to even go back too far, right? If you think about like Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. Right. Hulk Hogan. Um, you know, these guys that those are the guys that they weren't like the rock wasn't even to me, wasn't even that entertaining in the ring. It oh, was his shit all talking. of the shit talk that he did. It, it was it was brilliant. It was and he was amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. And so Conor McGregor has that, you know, he's that shit talker. And, and obviously those guys go in there and really beat the shit out of each other. Um, but man, I couldn't help but think when I saw him lose this weekend. Is it is it Ronda Rousey all over again? I I so 
I think like Ronda Rousey, it's over. But I, I, I view it differently than I viewed Ronda. Like I feel like Ronda left, and you felt like Ronda was um, washed, and like you've kind of felt bad for Ronda. You just went, damn, she can't right. I feel like Connor's like Connor should retire. I feel like he should just walk away. Really, I do. You know what, man? Ah, oh, man, is it I, the money? Yeah, it's 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 the money. It's the the lack of insecurity, right? Like Connor. When you walk around and, and you know he does the Connor walk, right? right? And he's talking shit and he's this and that, right? Like there's a there's a level of insecurity there that maybe you're super secure in in your your ability to fight, right? So there's that confidence, but there's an insecurity of you as a as a man, uh, as an alpha male, right? If you're if you're broke, right? If you're hungry, if you're so you're fighting these guys, and I think the shit talking and all that comes from this place of like insecurity and also the hunger of like I want to get there. Once you get there, man, it's really hard to to feel motivated to want to do that all the time like dude getting punched in the face for a living is a rough living i don't care how much money you make that's why i think dude i think but some of these guys like to they just like to fight they do but i think a lot of these guys say that right like but if you even hear dustin poirier he goes like i hate this i'm just good at it like i really dis- yes even after they interviewed him a bunch of times and he goes i don't know how much time i have left but i don't like this at all like i don't i just i don't oh, like this wow. so i think what's gonna happen dude is the money's getting bigger i think you're gonna start seeing these careers get a lot shorter because these guys are gonna go man if i can make 50 mil before i'm 30 i'm out like that's generational money if i'm smart with it right um you know even 100 mil or whatever it is. it's like if you're connor dude you're making 100 mil a year or something off everything else yeah why do you need to get punched in the face anymore no no uh, agreed yeah. and, and and i would think that those guys it's kind of like i mean listen when when in the nfl right those guys i think that they love to play the game not that they're not doing it for money as well sure. but they like to play the game they're destroying their bodies yeah right and so the guys especially that 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 stay i mean even look at look at uh you know tom brady right he's he's 43 years old um Granted, now he's not a lineman. He's not in there, like no, no, no. getting getting smashed every play. Um, but I would think that these fighters, like they, they just like to fight. And maybe, like you said, with with uh, was it Dustin Poirier, that like, he's he doesn't doesn't like it, but you say he's good at it. But he's good at it. And I think you're, yeah. Like I, I look at Connor and I just go, Connor is like you could tell he's he's made this transition. And at first I thought, okay, maybe he just really likes Dustin. That's why he's being so nice. Like he's not talking shit in the press conference. He's not doing that. Yeah, what was that? Did you ever find out? I think honestly, my theory is like he has his son now, right? I think he has a daughter as well. Maybe if his wife might even be pregnant, She's pregnant again. Yeah. Um, I think his I he no longer like has his identity in Conor McGregor the 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 fighter right I think he's comfortable in his own skin now to say yo I'm Conor the dad the husband the the owner of uh, proper whiskey uh, I'm I'm rich I have fame you know he has fame that transcends the sport right like Conor McGregor can't walk down the mall without shutting it down like uh, in any right. country in the world I, I think once you get there. It's really hard to train and be as hungry as you are, you know, because Dustin Poirier obviously lives a good life. He doesn't live Connor's life, right? Because there was even this whole, I don't know, did you see how, um, so once you get to Fight Island, you have to quarantine for the two weeks Okay. in Abu Dhabi. Connor quarantines in like a mega yacht that's outside of the venue, outside of the hotel. If you're Dustin, dude, you're looking out your window and you're seeing this fucking mega yacht. And and the whole time you got to be going, I'm going to bust this guy because like like just because you're going i'm stuck in a hotel room for the next two weeks and look at this guy like look he doesn't need it i need it you know what i mean like i think there's this like 
there's this innate like savage i think that these guys have when they're hungry when they're and you see this it's not even just in fighting you see this in every every sport every even artists right like music artists i would say no one's first or, or no one's uh second third album it's very rare that it beats their first one right because the first one came from a place of desperation you know came from a place of angst came from all that and the, unfortunately, when you're in the fight game, when you don't have that hunger anymore, man, it's it's the the you're going to get it's lights out. Right. Like it's like you're going to make the mistake. You're not going to be as sharp. You're not going to be as like like even in the press conference, he's he's like talking. He's like, you know, he's so complimentary. That's like he wasn't even mad. And that's what and, that's and you not, go, not like, the Connor that I write, man. Yeah, it's just and like that wasn't the Connor that I know. And he's been talking all that trash about Khabib. And and to be honest, man, I think I think Khabib crushes them again if they if they meet. Yeah. Um, but. You know, dude, I like you know what it made me think of. You remember when um when Timothy Bradley beat uh Manny Pacquiao, uh, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I'm gonna use that in quotations. Yes. He, so so it was a very controversial decision. Um, they gave Tim Bradley the win, and then Tim Bradley was for months he had to hear the you didn't really beat him da 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 da. And if, and if you see these interviews with Tim Bradley, he talks about how he was suicidal like at that point in his life. Really? Yeah. He goes like you know people kept telling me I can do this. this. And so Tim Bradley's in this space where he's he's not better than Manny Pacquiao right because he you know people don't think he beat him he's not like he's insecure with who he is as a fighter as a person as because now he put his entire worth in this thing I think Connor now is like oh my worth isn't the fight anymore my worth is now proper whiskey my worth is my kids my worth is my wife my worth is like he's like I walk away tomorrow I'm I've set up generations right that's different than Timothy Bradley who still needs I don't want to say needs the money because I'm sure he's done okay but he's not Connor okay, right? Like you're still in this insecure space and you go, Timothy Bradley fought better, I thought, the second fight against Pacquiao that he lost by a decision, which I thought he actually fought better. You could have made an argument that he won that fight. And I feel like because he was hungry er going into that because of, you know, again, the, the insecurity of like, I didn't beat him the first time. You know, I didn't, you know, quote unquote, I didn't. Right. I just think that's gone for Connor. And I don't think you get that back ever. I, I just, I, once that's gone. So to me, I go, I don't want to see the Rousey thing. I don't want to see him go and get choked out by Khabib again. I don't, you know, like in some ways I, I thought, you know, we were talking about it. I go, yeah, if he loses to Poirier, it's going to be on a submission, you know, because he gets worn out. And I would have preferred that over the knockout. Um, because once you see him like that, you're like, dude, if somebody else does that to you, now you're just like, why? Why are you doing this anyway? Right. Man? Like, and that's what I, that's what I kind of thought. I, I was just like, man, like, is is he, is it the Ronda Rousey thing now? Like, is it are our guys either whether they're hungrier than him or if they're just figuring him out? Because like, I, I think the next fight that comes up, I'm going, yeah, you know, he could lose again. Yeah, because do do you want to? Okay, so him and Poirier go at it again. I don't even think that's it. He wants to fight what he said like. 12 times yeah, in the next year and a half? That's not going to happen, dude. Honestly, I would be like, shocked stop if he ever fights again. Yeah, like, stop it. I think he he goes and maybe he... And I don't know. Do you even bother with the YouTuber? Like, do you bother with Jake Paul who who just signed a yes. fight with, with Askren just because you go, oh, I can fuck him up. I'll do that real quick. And then... But, um, do, you, but do you agree to it for a boxing match? Because it would have to be that. Right. Right? Like the Jake Paul. Like, who's what, what's the latest fight that you did? Askren. Or, or uh, yeah, Ben Askren and Jake Paul are going to fight. And Jake Paul are going to fight. Which, and it's a boxing match, which, crazy, it actually benefits Jake Paul. Ben Askren is a Absolutely. shitty boxer. Oh, really? Is he like <laughs> a wrestler? A shitty. Yeah, he's a, he's more of a ground he's guy. A he's a guy? Yeah, he's a grappler guy, right? Like, that's, he, you know, Masvidal is a guy Masvidal knocked out in the 30 seconds, right? Like, with, with the knee, with the flying oh, knee. Oh, yes, yes. Um, or not even 30 seconds, right? It was like a 12-second. It, yeah. it was something crazy. Uh, but, yeah, like, I... I 
this is a fight that's winnable, and it, then it adds credibility to Jake Paul. And I is going to go, all right, man, I, I did it to a basketball guy, and you guys complained. So now I did it to a real fighter. Right. Granted, not in his sport. And I think it's just going to build his cash up. And if you're Connor, by the end of the year, are you like, oh, man, I'll go fuck this kid up for 50 mil? Like, is it that? <laughs> I don't know. It's like what Floyd's doing, basically, right? By fighting Logan Paul, he's going like, you guys are willing to pay me what? When is that? To, like, next month. Like, to, to knock out a guy, like... <laughs> <laughs> to do shit that I do normally, like I, I, yeah, I don't. You know, it's funny, man. Is it, and we're at the point now where that shit's gonna be more entertaining than the actual sport because at the, we were texting earlier. I'm like, you no, know, the Paul brothers can literally make a league of just celebrities wanting to fuck them up. Yeah, because they're so unlike. Actually, Logan's a likable kid, and they're but Jake like lining is up. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, I'll take it, I'll yep. take it. You see all these guys like, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. I'm like, yo, these guys are gonna build probably a league or a brand behind this whole thing. Good for them. Because if you're Jake and Logan, all that, you go, oh, for the next two years, I can keep doing these fights, make 200 mil, walk away, but never have to do it again. Dude, I'll be honest, man. Like, you know, we're boxing fans, but my, my kids are not. So my, my, my kids are like 13. I have two that are 13 and one that's 11. And they don't know shit about boxing. They know Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao, only because I've talked about those guys. Um, but when these Paul brothers are fighting, they know about it. They want to watch, right? And they, or at yep. least they've heard about it. They, they know, know about, about it. it. They know they know he's in a fight, and they'll be like, "Oh, Papa, do you know?" Like, and they'll mention the person that that they're fighting. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, like you know, is an NBA star or is a UFC, a UFC guy, you know?" But they don't know. They, they don't know. But they know the Paul brothers. And those guys are probably two of the most famous guys in the world right now. To to people not our age, <laughs> right? Like to to people your son's age and probably up to twenty two, twenty three. You figured. That's they're they're like you know mega stars where we we could probably walk by those guys and not even not even know wouldn't even know wouldn't even Dude, that whole the, the the whole YouTube the whole YouTube thing is it's interesting to watch to watch our our kids grow up YouTubers and gamers like that's their sports guys yeah that's their athletes that's their that's movie their stars athletes. That's their, right right yeah, right yeah yeah. It's it's not yeah it's it's not even the same like sports we did right or same types of things right yeah. like, when we were growing up it was like basketball players all this uh you know football guys baseball right. guys these guys but to, but to watch them man and it's like this is what they're aspiring to be so yeah. like so like I have two all three of my kids play video games but two of them are really into like Fortnite and they're in like they just got into like what's called I guess Champions League so essentially. They've done well enough that now within this new league, if they can get, you know, top percentages, they can actually win money. And and they're like, it's you know, one, one of them is 13, one of them is 11. It's crazy. And so I'm like, hey. Yo, and know? that shit has a shorter lifespan than like NBA players. You've seen like past like 22, these guys are like, yeah, we're not as twitchy. And they start like retiring <laughs> and pro gaming. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it's that. It's so that, wild, awesome. dude. You don't see a lot of pro gamers past 30. Really? Like there's the there's the I mean obviously there's the exception to the rule there's like the doctor disrespect guy and there's a few others yeah. who have managed to kind of cross over but if you look at all these tournaments and the guys that are in it very few dude are over like 20 to 22 they're like aged out like past that get the fuck yeah it's something to do with like your reflexes the twitch like they're like you just and then I think it's also the lifestyle right like at, at you know from 12 to 22 you can probably sit on a chair all day drinking Red Bull eating you know Doritos drinking Mountain Dew like and you're fine Right then, at some point, you start waking up and your back just hurts for no reason. Right? So, Hopefully, not at twenty-two. <laughs> but I think you, 
Yeah, maybe there's something about that lifestyle where it demands 12 hours a day of sitting behind a, you know, sitting on a chair and gaming that maybe it's just not. There has to be something that that feeds that. I know there's been guys like Mark Cuban owns, a, you know, obviously a pro, um, uh, the gaming uh, teams, yep. uh, pro gaming leagues. Yeah, Gary Vee does. Yeah, he owns one. and they're starting to invest into health for it because they're noticing this trend of oh wow they're getting washed out basically super early <laughs> dude they're getting nope. washed out in their prime yeah in their prime at like <laughs> 21 and a half they're like man this guy had his first beer we ain't seen him since he hasn't won a day like so they're like investing in things like uh acupuncture for their hands and fit and massages oh, and even wow. like the working out and yoga and all that like maintaining flexibility and all this stuff like it's getting to like how every other sport is yeah. where there's a health component behind you know, it too funny, which is man. crazy so for for christmas um one of my sons thought of the the glasses like the blue what, oh what yeah, yeah. The, blue the gunner light. the gunner ones the, the blue the, light glasses the blue light, yeah yep and so he ended up buying buying them for his brothers and then somebody i think one of his brothers bought him a pair so and dude they they rock them like all day so they use them they actually yeah. use them they actually use them like like when they're when they're in their gaming or whatever or even for school because now school you know they, they, they're doing the, the school from home so they're on the computers all day constantly yeah um, and, and yeah, so they're constantly wearing those things. I actually consider getting them for my kids cause they spend so much time yeah. and we wanted to try it. No, they, they, they love them. And like, they, matter of fact, like I didn't, I don't really like personally the way they look, but yeah, I don't like it either. It looks corny to me. Me too. Yeah. But they love them and they're not, they, they, they don't have like, like the, they have almost like the, like, like, like the studious yeah, lenses. They're not. Yeah, and they're not them. even like the studious, cool nerd look that's in now. They just look bad. They look like your grandfather's reading glasses. Like, dude, I saw them, and I remember when they first came out. I think there was a guy on Shark Tank pushing them. The guy who makes Gunner, I think it's called Gunner. Like the, and I remember going, Psh, "That's so corny. Nobody's gonna use that." And then you look at the sales they do per year, and I'm like, I don't know shit. These things are like, <laughs> they sell like just put it out crazy. And then now to hear that they're like 12, 13, and they yeah, they're thirteen and eleven. And, yeah, and, and they, they all wear them. Yeah, look at that, man. I, I don't. Oh shit man this is that's insane dude yeah dude speaking of being motivated at like you know in your prime tom brady bro jeez man dude like if if you didn't think he was the goat before going to his 10th super bowl at age 43 and what's even more spectacular is the fact that he's able to not only change teams change teams with no preseason and basically use the season to warm up and get used to your yeah. your guys and the, and the new system and coaching and all of that and hey man like i'm pulling for him to win dude that guy man i just don't I, I don't i don't know that that team can beat kansas city when mahomes is at his best yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be tough man that yeah i i just i'm still just shocked at how again this is 10 appearance you know if he wins at seven does this i saw someone i think it was charlamagne the god uh said does is he do you have to start saying greatest sportsman ever regardless of sport like they go you know you can say goat for football but then if he wins a seven do you just go, this guy's the GOAT in any sport ever? And I go, man, that's the recency bias, right? Because obviously he's the the most recent person right. who's done something that impressive. But you got to figure, like, in, in NFL, so so like if you say, you know, when if you win one Super Bowl in your NFL career, you consider yourself successful. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Just to win seven is, is unheard of. Dude, he's in there every other year, I yeah. guess. If you look at 
his career. He absolutely. Go, is. He's in every other year. He wins it every three or four or whatever, right? So then you go, because he's got the six. It, it's just, it's unbelievable. And it makes you wonder, man, if if he was surrounded by talent, like he was never surrounded by talent. The one year he got with Randy Moss, you know, like people were like, oh, he was a system quarterback of Belichick. Well, it's no, not looking yeah. like that anymore, man. Nope. It's really looking like, yeah, man, yeah, it was a good system, but without Tom, the system's trash because we saw what happened this year. Like right. it, just, it, was, it fell apart, right? And, and, I would argue that, you know, Cam Newton had Cam Newton's no Tom Brady, obviously, but he had the same weapons Tom Brady had to work with last year that Tom Brady won, you know, 11, 12 and games. I would have bet that they would have made the playoffs. Me too. I, I, th- I thought they were going to figure it out. But now I'm going, man, and again, maybe this is the recency bias. I'm going, did we give Belichick, obviously good coach, but did we give him too much credit because he had Tom Brady, right? Like it's easy to do to be the um, – the guy making the, oh, man, look how frugal he is and doing this and that, right? When you had Michael Jordan, right? like Or if you have LeBron. Right. Where, like, at this point, I'm going, is Tom is Tom the LeBron James where, like, he goes to a team and you're like, all right, yeah, cool. See you in the finals. Yes. Like, he's that, right? He has to be. I go, this it, is. Yeah. This, I mean, f- football, I think, is more, of a, is more of a team sport, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Tom Brady obviously has, in, in this team, he's got a lot, a lot more weapons on offense. And his defense, especially that defensive line, it's good. Yeah, yeah is, is, no doubt, is, is 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 freaking really good, playing really good right now, man. But they swapped out one player. They swapped out Jameis Winston for Tom yeah. Brady, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the team won. You know, almost triple the amount of games, and then now was in the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, granted, Look, obviously, man, there's Le'Veon Jay- Bell, there's Antonio Brown, and all that stuff, but those guys didn't make the difference between these. Jameis needed LASIK, man. <laughs> Yo, he needed the was it cornet whatever. What, what he needed to go. Wait, let me get it. Jameis, look up uh, Cornet. Cornet, man. <laughs> it's an Israeli company. You got the money, man. Go over there. Yeah, Jameis could do it. And uh, get your eyes fixed. Is he is he the starter next year in New Orleans? Did 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 uh did he retire? I did, think um, he will. I think he will too. I think it goes. Yeah, like Why I don't. I? He's another one, bro. You want a wash fighter? Breeze. I want to see Breeze walk away. Breeze, Breeze. I'm I'm, I'm like I'm like who yeah. the hell is? He? I want to see him. Sorry, I want to see Breeze walk away. Uh, too. I just think I'm like ah, eh, we saw enough. I don't want to see. You know what I don't, and I know Peyton went out with a Super Bowl, right? Like Peyton won, but that yeah, with, was painful, with, man. Yeah, the and with the Broncos, with the Broncos, but yeah. that was on the heels of that defense, and that he put up like thirteen second. points to yeah. win a Super Bowl. You're like, Peyton was like, it was so hard to watch Peyton. And listen, man, and, and you'll remember this. Ten years ago, my argument was that Peyton was the goat, right? And this yeah. is, you know, probably three or four less Super Bowls for Tom. But I always thought the way Tom uh, Peyton played, and just like the the just uh, he was so cerebral. And I'm like, fuck, man, was was Tom this guy? And we just didn't appreciate him because of, again, the mystique of the whole Belichick thing and all that. Uh, you know, to, to me, it was always it was it was the marriage of those two. Right. Because I've, I saw Belichick in Cleveland and he wasn't shit. I've seen him get hired by the Jets and then he quit. Yeah. Before they played a game, you know, and then he goes to New England who had um, uh, who's the other guy, the wine guy. Oh, um, uh, Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drew Bledsoe was great. And, like, if you go back and look at film on that guy, he was, he, Drew Bledsoe was great. And so he had Bledsoe, and then, yeah. obviously, Bledsoe gets hurt, in comes Tom Brady, and then the rest is history. Um, so getting to New England, he never played with trash. So, and then now, the fact that they've split, and then Tom Brady's able to go to another team who had talent, you know, but takes them to the Super Bowl. Like the first year? Oh, you know what I wonder too? Or is this the Shaq-Kobe divorce, right? Like where, where Shaq won it short term, but uh, long term, 
Kobe won that argument because Kobe went, I got three more titles after Shaq left or two mm. or two. No, you got two, I think, after Shaq left. But Shaq won one immediately, right? Right with Miami. Miami. And you just went, oh, see, man, so stupid. Like, they let Shaq go. But long term, you went, oh, well, fuck, you got 10 more years out of Kobe, you know, another two rings. You know, players are going there. So I'm wondering if two years from now, we just go, man, Bill Belichick's greatest coach ever, man. He took Cam Newton and a bunch of... uh you know, like nobody's. nobody's to to an AFC title game or whatever. Like, I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, unless he gets a life-changing quarterback. You know, history will tell, right? Um, but Matt Stafford ends up in New England, and then right, something like that. And and he's 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 only like thirty three, right? Yeah, Stafford's got five years left. You yeah. figured, you know, if if he takes care of himself, man. Yeah. I mean, look at fucking Brady. Stafford could have Listen. ten years left. I don't think Stafford Wait, doesn't all? look like the kind that's going to last ten yep. more years. But shit, Tom Brady doesn't look like an athlete. With all these damn quarterbacks around Chicago, yeah, man. somebody better be making a move for for Deshaun, one of these guys, dude. man. What are you? What if you're Chicago? I would hope that you've already made phone calls. But what are you? What are you like banking on? Because you, I would offer anything to them. Like, what do you want? There's nothing. If you're Chicago, there isn't a single asset that I'm not willing to give up for nope. Deshaun Watson. Like nothing. No, like Khalil Mack. You want him done? Take him. Yeah, yeah, take them. Take take the first round pick for the next three years. Yeah, because we don't need it. You know, as long as you have an O line, your D stays somewhat decent. Just protect the Sean. That's all you need. Just and the thing is, so our O line is not is not great, which is why Trubisky works better. They're not they're not horrible, but they're not great. Trubisky works because he moves out of the pocket. See, Deshaun would work in that, and yes, he he would work in. Yeah, he would be great. So he would be so he'd be fine there. Um, Even Wentz, Wentz is a mobile in the pocket guy, right? He's not going to run for a lot of yards, but he's right. mobile side to side in the pocket, right? Like he gets out of the way. Yeah, so I don't like I said with with, <sighs> with all of the with all of the QBs available. Um, I'm I'm hoping we get some. And Rogers man might end up promise. Yeah, right. I doubt Green Bay will let him go to us, which. It's funny, man. Is it his? Is it their call? I don't know that it's their call, but I think that they would have a say to. I think they would have a say to where, right? If you go like, we'll trade you, like you want out, we'll trade you, but you know, we want you out of the NFC. How many years does he have left on his? Like, let, let's just say, like I don't know, Houston, right? But yeah, I don't think he would it. go there. No, I don't think so. I would think he would go to like San Francisco, L.A. Yeah, L.A. Yeah, any of those. Two. Matter of fact, like. To go, I think his dream job will probably be those two. Yeah, San Francisco, LA. Yeah, to go make me a Ram. And if you're the Rams, you probably like golf. You're gonna have to sit yeah, for a little bit. Take golf and the other dude. Bye. <laughs> we'll take Aaron for the next three years. Maybe yeah. win a Super Bowl. Absolutely, dude. I, if you're Chicago, yeah, again, man. What don't you? Because if you're, dude, Aaron to me strikes me. He, Aaron's got a level of petty, and he's got the swagger that I think he would want to be in their division. So I think Aaron would just go to because. Chicago just because, man. I think Aaron would figure the out. The thing a way is, to I think that, that he's, you know, he's a California guy. And yeah, he's probably, you know, he's obviously at the tail end of his career. He's probably going like, nah, I want to go back to Cali. Like, I'm not trying like the Wisconsin and Chicago. You guys are too cold. Like I, his his coaching cost him, I think, a trip to the Super Bowl this time around because. Yeah, what the fuck was that call, man? It was a bitch assness. Bro, these guys are all listen, and, and I like I, I Matt LaFleur, former, you know, a Titans coordinator, was was good, you know, not great. I didn't think had coached yet, but you know, whatever. He got the job. So he's been looked at as this like, you know, golden boy, right? And the same thing happens to Sean McVay. The same thing I can't think of the the McDermott from the Bills. Um, they're all really great and are making these gutsy calls and yada yada yada. Dude, when the moment gets big, these guys nuts shriveled back up into their bodies and they made some terrible, like, it was almost they were coaching to not lose the game. And that's not what got you there, man. Like, the 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 idea that you would kick that field goal 
on fourth and whatever, fourth and goal. It was, it was fourth and it was goal. Fourth and goal. You have Aaron Rodgers, and you're going. I'm playing for the opportunity to score a touchdown to win this game. You're they're already there. Like it's not getting better than the scenario you have right now. Other than the fact that it's fourth down, I get it. And they were down by eight, so they would have had to score and yes. go for two. But that's the but best. With, but with this, but with that guy, yeah, it's like I'm living and dying with that guy. Yeah, because you go to me, you go okay. The alternative is I take three. I have to hopefully get a stop. I'm asking Tom Brady to get one first down and game's over. And game's over. And you go, so not only do I have to stop Tom Brady, then I still have to march down and score. Like, it's just, you go, this this is the easiest, uh, you know, I, I all these analytics, man, I wonder how that changed the game. You know how they always go, oh, if you punt here, you you your percentage goes up like 12% to win or whatever. Like, I would be so curious yeah. to see, and I'm sure someone will do it. What did that call cost them? Like, did they go from having like a 62% chance to win to like 12 because he, you know, did that? And then, and then who, I mean, obviously the head coach makes that call, but is he getting advice from somebody else going like, well, the analytics show, and, and I don't know. I'm just, you know, I, I had these questions because I go like, why would you being that close with Aaron Rodgers, you, you got to put the ball in his hands and let him do it. I'd almost rather take that, and then you go, okay, even if we don't make it, they're down at the one. Yeah, right. Now they have a chance for a safety. Exactly. Right? And and so, like you said, if, if you kick the field goal, now you give the ball back to the greatest quarterback in NFL history and ask him to make one first down. Yeah. And he goes, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Like, and you, listen, and, 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 and I think these guys think about this too. If you put it in Aaron's hand and he doesn't get it, the conversation Monday morning is Aaron Rodgers chokes again. <laughs> right? Like you completely changed the narrative from, yo, head coach gutless didn't go for it on right. fourth and goal to, damn, Aaron Rodgers can't get it done again, has one NFC title and, you know, whatever, 14 seasons All or whatever right. he has. You're just like, he then, completely, yeah. Like if I'm a head coach, I feel like that plays into it too. Like, yeah, yeah I want to take the, not not so much take the blame, but A, like have confidence in, hey, I have a guy who's in the conversation for one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this game, and I'm gonna take the ball out of his hand. Like it just doesn't it yeah. doesn't make any it's sense. It, and if he and if he chokes again on his own, then you go, see, that's why we drafted Jordan that's Love. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You just go, that's why we did that. You look, Aaron couldn't come through in the big spot. You know, he you guys tell me he's great, but he's got one NFC. You know, like you could make that Dude, argument. He's like, lost four NFC championships in a row. Not in a row, but consecutive. Consecu- like, yeah, that he's the four that he's that gotten he's, to. Yeah. Yep. And and dude, honestly, I think irregardless of what happens at the Super Bowl with Tampa, um, I'm looking at the NFC next year going, you know, Tampa's going to get better because now they've had a whole season, right? Now you've given Brady a whole season in that system with those receivers, with the stuff you go, who beats them next year in the NFC? Who's the threat? Drew Brees retires, right? You go, uh, Seattle, I don't trust. And so... It's is, who, whoever uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's gets whoever Aaron Rodgers gets traded to. That's really what it boils down to. It's wherever Aaron Rodgers goes, that's the biggest threat to Tom Brady next year. And then you go, if it's Chicago, the Chicago have the weapons, and then the O line to protect them enough to, to because Aaron Rodgers is not a. I mean, he's shifty in the pocket, but he's not. He's not a fast guy by any yeah. means, man. It's just. But with 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 Chicago, man, it's like if you can if the offense can put up points. That defense does enough. They get motivated, man. You figure yeah. if you're a Chicago defense and you see your offense put up 20, you're like, oh, okay, cool. We can work with this. All we need is 21. All we need is 20. <laughs> we always talk about that, right? <laughs> Jeez, man. Ah, it's so crazy, dude. I got I got one last uh my my petty. I, I saw this story, it was so petty, man. Uh I don't know if you saw the San Antonio Zoo. 
So this San Antonio Zoo is uh, letting you, you can pay five bucks. This is so great. First of all, what the hell are you reading about? Listen, man, I got, I subscribed to the newsletter. Has a zoo? Has I, a zoo? <laughs> yeah, I subscribed to the newsletter. I heard they had some new llamas coming in. I wanted to make sure I got the email with the pictures. <laughs> Bro, you can go there and you can pay five bucks and you can have a cockroach named after an ex-lover of yours and then immediately feed the cockroach to like one of their, like whatever eats cockroaches. So like some kind of giant reptile or whatever. <laughs> All I want to know, is it a hissing cockroach? Yo. <laughs> Bro, you know whoever came up with that was going through a breakup. <laughs> whoever came up with that. Bro, because it gets better. If you're willing to pay 25 you can take a... Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. What is the price of the first one? It's five bucks. You can okay. name a roach, and then you can watch them feed it to like whatever eats roaches. So it's a kind live of... roach. Yeah, what, what eats roaches? reptiles so lizards iguanas yo not for nothing man back in the day in the projects my my grandmother used to have a fish tank a 10 gallon fish tank with 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 like ghetto like goldfish yo when she would find a roach she would be like ah on the wall kill it scrape it off the wall <laughs> and put it in the fish tank and they would eat that shit. and they would eat it yeah every yeah, time fucking a. every time it was just- <laughs> Bro, so I guess yeah, you had a koi pond. You about to throw your 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 roach named after Stevie? You're like, fuck you, Stevie, and throw the roach. In the thing. I don't know, bro. That's so wild. Look, for twenty five bucks, you can name a pre frozen rat after your ex lover and feed it to a snake. <laughs> Dude, you know what, man? Now I'm now I'm wondering: is every time my grandmother killed one of them roaches, was she thinking about my grandfather? No. <laughs> bro how like yo i want to be i'm going to be so curious to see how many people take them up on this that's so the level of petty on that yeah man they even have plan antonio if it's in san antonio zoo we gotta we i gotta revisit this story to see how they do i'm gonna just call them and be like hey man you guys selling a lot of this no we should just go want to go to san antonio i've never been (laughs) me either alamo let's go (laughs) dude the level of petty that Yeah, like I don't care that I don't care that much. I'm telling you, whoever came up with that was going through a really bad breakup, and they're just sitting around like brainstorming ideas. Oh, with COVID, guys, how do we drive up traffic? And they're like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Name the food after an X and let people feed it to the animals. And somebody was like, Okay, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no, I did not I did not see that story, bro. Oh fuck, bro. The level of petty man. I got one more and we can head out of here because we going along today, man. Do it. Uh yo, this uh did you hear about this lady? So she discovered pictures of a young woman on her husband's phone. Okay. And so she starts stabbing him, like just loses her shit, gets in a rage and just stabs the shit out of this guy, right? And this, he makes it. He at the, He's in a hospital, I think, or whatever. He might be discharged by now. <laughs> so they arrest her and everything. Turns out the photos were of her when she was younger. <laughs> <laughs> the guy just took, like, printed photos <laughs> at him. <laughs> and he had them re-like touched so that he can have them on his phone or, yeah, or like, yeah, digitally. Yeah. And so they were just <laughs> Yo. How does that conversation go? How do you not recognize yourself? And how does that conversation go afterwards? You go, 
Bitch, that's you. That's you. <laughs> is that is that? I'm, I'm gonna assume is that now nah, nah, I got break up. Is that are we breaking up? If you st- yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. That's not even a question. That's not even a question. That's not even a question. I'll be like, first of all, you don't even recognize yourself. Dude, yeah, that's that's problem number one. Yeah, actually, no. First of all, you stabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> you stabbed me. Yeah, like, you right. That's probably a that, that's a number one. First of all, you stabbed me. Second of all, you don't even recognize your your own self. There's something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. I don't want to be around that kind of mental instability. You gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah. preferably to jail for the next five to ten. <laughs> I know. For attempted homicide. <laughs> when you go in front of the judge and they're like, "So why are you getting a divorce?" <laughs> this bitch like, stabbed me. Yeah, like what do you say? That's not like irreconcilable differences. <laughs> Irreconcilable puncture wounds in my chest. <laughs> yeah, Anna, that bitch stabbed me. <laughs> Bro, and if it's a woman, just, ooh, girl, what he do? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yo, I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, yo, how you find out? It's <laughs> Actually, you know what, bro? I got one more. <laughs> Go. I got one more. Yo, Oklahoma. Have you did you hear about the shit in Oklahoma? No. Yo, Oklahoma is uh going to establish a Bigfoot hunting season. And this has been brought forward by like a politician. I gotta get the guy's name, man. I have the, the whole Bigfoot thing. There's an animal Animal Planet has a uh a, a oh, show. show. And it is the most genius show ever because it'll just go on forever. <laughs> never gonna have a series. They're finale. never gonna fucking find this <laughs> this Bigfoot. It's the greatest shit ever, bro. Like you said it, they're never gonna have a season finale. The show goes on forever. So the rep's name is Justin Humphrey. He's a Republican from District 19, and he introduces a bill that's basically uh, that's gonna make the Oklahoma Wildlife Commission designate a Bigfoot hunting season. And I, I mean, bro. First of all, I wonder if it's him just generating revenue. Because it's fucking brilliant, right? Oh, I'm going to sell you. You probably need a license, yep. a special a special license. Oh, if you're going to hunt Bigfoot, oh, you got to take this yeah. class because you can only capture him this specific way. It's not deer. It's not, yeah. So you got to pay this fee. It's fucking yeah. genius. You're going to sell this forever and there's no cost to you. <laughs> you know, like, no. Be like, don't worry. No one's ever going to catch him. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you imagine season one, somebody shows up with a Bigfoot. <laughs> be like, all right, we going after the Loch Ness next. <laughs> and after that the alien yeah as soon as we can figure out a way to cross to the other side with this flat earth we going after lock <laughs> that's dope man. oh man yo on that tell them where they can find them oh shit man uh yeah man we are at the carbon footprint podcast on everything on uh twitter on insta or not twitter sorry scratch that on instagram on tiktok that's what i meant to say on our facebook page and on youtube go go to the youtube right now subscribe uh we will have the video up it looks like we finally got it right uh so this video it's, will it's be only up. taking us a year yeah it's only taking us a year, but we got it we're, we're slow learners we went to public school but we got this all right so <laughs> hit us up thank you guys for all the love um yeah man and and uh we trying to get to a thousand subscribers on instagram so i can do the swipe up thingy uh i'm just nosy and i want to know what else we can add to that whole thing i've never been able to do it but there's special content you can build behind the swipe up and links and all that so uh help me get there awesome (laughs) again guys thank you thank you thank you for all the support the love um the comments uh the engagement uh we love it all so 
appreciate you guys and we'll see you next week peace peace